Welcome to Reaching World Podcast, where we highlight the world's largest network of influencers for good, love, and service. Join us in saying thank you to these incredible individuals and organizations by listening, subscribing, and sharing their legacies. And by doing this together, we will help inspire others to leave their legacy of service and love. I'm your host, Zach Garner. Zach, go ahead and introduce yourself to our podcast listeners. Yeah, my name is Zach Oates. I'm uh, I'm a father, husband, hot tubber, blogger, and entrepreneur, but not in that order necessarily. And I'm currently a CEO and founder of a company called Ovation, and we do customer experience and engagement for restaurants and retailers. Perfect. So what's the current mission and purpose of the business now? What we do is we measure guest satisfaction and then deliver a tailored experience proven to drive satisfaction and increase loyalty. So in the mechanics of it, what we're doing is we have a bunch of on-prem solutions to measure satisfaction uh, while the customer is still in the location, in the brick and mortar location. And then if they're happy, we push them to share their experiences with friends and uh, and then to come back. And if they're dissatisfied, we have some tools that will automatically engage with that customer to resolve the concern before it becomes a lost customer and a negative review. Zach, let's talk about what is uh, what is the legacy that you're trying to build with this company? Obviously, you're bringing great value to the market, helping business owners create customer loyalty, which is huge, especially with the brick and mortar industry, because a lot of people don't know how to adapt the online tactics and strategies that create that. So, you know, what's the what's the five or 10 year plan with Ovation and what you're trying to build there? Well, obviously, we want to get to a few thousand customers in the next five years. And then the goal is we want to be known for being a relationship enablement platform. We want to help bridge the gap between the digital consumer and the physical world. And in the end, revolutionize the way that customers communicate with companies. Right now, it is just a total mess where you have online, you have all of these great tools to measure customer experience, engage and, uh, you know, invite happy customers to come back and resolve the concerns of unhappy customers through live chat. And yet you walk into a restaurant or retailer and there's none of that. And customers are so used to having those digital channels. And so what we're doing is we're allowing them to have uh, those digital channels in a physical world. And that's what we want to do. That's what we want to change we want to bring the power of these online tools to the physical world. So talk to us about some of, uh, you know, what is an obstacle you've had to overcome in your business to get to where you are today? And then what motivates you every day to chase this dream or aspiration in your business model? Yeah, the thing, that, one of the big challenges that uh, that we had to face is the fact that we were in a little known company in a little state called Utah, in a little town called Provo, in a, a little office called My Basement. And it was tough to grow from, how do you get attention? How do you get people to excited about what you're doing when it all seems so small and irrelevant? And so what we did is, we just started selling it. We just started going out there and knocking doors and getting feedback to understand what do people love and and what do they not love and what do they need and what's the shark bite pain and how do you how do we actually grow this from something that hey that's that's kind of fun to like wow I need that and we started with you know these onesies twosies and then as we've been growing we've been increasing the size of our customers and one of our big breaks was just the fact that we grew, we were growing and we were onto something and we had great customer retention. And then we got accepted into 500 startups. And that to us 
really changed the trajectory of our entire company. It gave us access to investors that we would have never had access to to. It gave us connections to entrepreneurs that would have been impossible. And it gave us uh, a, a roadmap to success that helped us to raise a million dollars. And to since we entered 500 startups, uh, 4x the size of our company in revenue. And so that to us was something that it was huge for, for us. And one of the things that I learned through that entire process and meeting so many successful entrepreneurs and this not being my first rodeo is that when you're running a startup, it's you got to stay alive and excited long enough to get lucky. And that's one of the huge lessons that I've learned this last year and something that I'm you know, really excited to share with other entrepreneurs because it's just so important that you don't run out of money and that you don't run out of excitement. You got to keep the juice going. Let's talk about that juice. Like what is, how do you maintain and keep that juice filled? Like do you have a daily routine or a weekly routine or a source of knowledge that you draw from to keep those juices going? Because we as entrepreneurs, we run into obstacles every single day and it's hard to stay motivated, hard to stay in the trenches, right? I mean, because as an entrepreneur, you can have the best day and the worst day all in 12 hour period, right? Um, so talk to us about what keeps your juices flowing. Totally. So in terms of this is kind of going back to one of your other, you know, your previous question about legacy you know, the personal legacy that I want to leave behind is inspiring others to believe and achieve their true potential. And I believe that my family is where that starts. So to me, it's it's family is so key. And then thinking about how do I inspire others to believe and achieve the true potential and what tools am I creating to enable that? And when I, a couple of, a couple of thoughts on that. So whenever there's a good thing that happens at Ovation and whenever someone, a customer uses Ovation successfully, one of the things that we love to do is screenshot it and share it. And when a customer texts us and they're excited about Ovation, we share that on our Slack channel to make sure that everyone can see that. Another thing as far as like, you know, keeping the juice going is one of our one of our Ovation values is keep focus. And that it states your family, beliefs, health, job, get it done in order. And that in order, I think is so key that if you put your job before your family beliefs and health, you get so out of balance, you produce worse and uh, you produce less. And so, you know, I was just telling the team today, I don't care how you prioritize family beliefs and health, um, but make sure that those three things go before your job. And then lastly, in relation to like the highs are high and the lows are low, one thing that, that I've been dealing with lately is that here we are, we just raised a million dollars, which, you know, to some people isn't a, isn't a lot. To other people, it's like an unbelievable amount. To us, it's the right amount, right? But when it comes down to it, it's like we want to success, we want to celebrate, we want to celebrate our successes. But the fact is, and this is something I tell entrepreneurs, your backyard is always on fire. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it's always on fire. So celebrate the wins and it's okay that you, your backyard's on fire. Just realize that like it doesn't it it's not gonna burn the house down if you manage it. So you see everyone who's always talking about their successes and always talking about how great everything is. And you know what? We had uh, a great month last month, but there are some really tough things that happened too. And so for everything, you know, for those few things that you have to to celebrate about, make sure you celebrate it and don't let the backyard fires dampen the the front yard victories. That's some good stuff. I love that. There's always a fire in the backyard, but it won't burn your house down if you have your priorities straight. That's some gold right there. So Zach, talk to us about Ovation has taken off. It's getting the momentum you want it to. Let's talk about a failure or a learning opportunity, right? You call it what you may, but it was an idea that you, you ran with and it fell right flat on its face. 
yeah, how about our entire initial business model? I mean, <laughs> we, <laughs> when we, when we launched, we were an in-person knock on the door, show up at a restaurant or retailer selling company. And we did that for uh, a year. That's how we got all of our business. And we got to 500 startups and we learned two things. One was the obvious, which was we actually ran out of people to call in Utah. By the time that we had gone to 500 startups, I was driving an hour and a half north or south just to go to one meeting with one location that would possibly sign up for $149 of monthly recurring revenue. That is not scalable. So, and the other thing is, the other thing is the fact that we run out of leads, but as far as the scalability of it goes, there was no way that we can grow the business. We couldn't do, we couldn't even test inbound marketing with an in-person sales model. So what we, uh, what we did is we spent two months. So we were averaging like a thousand to fifteen hundred in new monthly recurring revenue every month. And then we got to, uh, November or the end of October, and we realized that we had to change our business model to be a remote sales process. And November, we closed $250. In December, we closed $300. And here we are in this like accelerator program, world-class, trying to like, they were trying to help us grow our business. And those are the numbers that we were posting. I mean, it was embarrassing. So what we did is uh, we, we just had to like figure out, fight through and have faith that we could figure out a remote sales process if we just kept moving forward and kept trying and testing. And so we tested different scripts. We went from an hour-long sales process to uh, a 10-minute sales process. We, we just like experimented and everything. And what that meant was like, all of you know the, the founders, we were getting on the phones and calling people and testing things out ourselves and not something that you can delegate. But it was it was really stressful, like so stressful that when I went, <laughs> when I was uh, took a break for Thanksgiving, I literally was so worried by seeing how little progress we made, we made in sales in November, how little runway we had for December, seeing that we were down to our last couple thousand dollars left in the bank account. I literally threw up because I was so stressed out of like, we're not going to make it. What are we going to do? But uh, that fire got very close to the house, <laughs> but we put it out. <laughs> we, we figured out how to, how to sell remotely. And uh, it's been, it's been cranking ever since, but it was, it was a rough, rough couple of months of not knowing if it was possible to, uh, to make it work. You managing your time, you know, growing this business, making payroll, things like that. What is something you do on a daily and on a weekly routine that contributes to your success that our listeners should apply? Great question. So on a daily basis, what I like to do is, well, okay, let me take a step back. A few years ago, I uh, was doing my MBA, super stressed out, overwhelmed, feeling like, you know, I couldn't do everything, feeling like I was letting people down, which is like my biggest fear and cause of stress is like letting people down. And I actually had a panic attack and not just like, oh man, what am I going to do? Panic attack, but like almost couldn't breathe, shooting pains down my left arm, pains up my neck. You know, I, I collapsed on the ground. Uh, the ambulance was called, the fire department showed up, the police came. Like it was like, uh, one of these like crazy to do's. 
And I realized that the problem was I had so many tasks that were floating above my head that it just was too much. So what I did is I started to get obsessively diligent about writing things down and scheduling my stress, meaning that I always knew if I had an idea, something I need to do, I wrote it down. Then at the end, if I needed to do it that day, I did it that day. Otherwise, I have a weekly planning session where I'll schedule my time so I know that I have time allocated to all of my biggest priorities during that week. And I actually do this with my wife as well. We we have like a companionship inventory that we'll, ch- we'll chat. I'll tell her what I appreciated about her. She'll tell me what she appreciated about me. I'll ask for ways to improve. So will she. And then we go over our calendar and we schedule out um, what our evenings will be like. And then I schedule out what my work week will be like. Then on a daily basis, I go in and I look at my calendar and I pop up my to-do list of all of my to-dos that I've written down. And I write down the things I'm going to do that day in order of importance. And so that way, if I don't, if I can't schedule, if I can't get through everything, I get to the important things, the most important things first. And one of my uh, coaches told me, always think about what is the most important thing you can do today for your business, and I put those at the at the top of my list, and that's how I that's how I do my weekly to schedule my stress, so I know that I, I there's nothing looming, and then um, daily I'll mark my tasks on a whiteboard that's on my desk, so I transfer it from like a uh, a mess of random to dos to today to dos. Now talk to us about where does Zach get his well of knowledge from? Like, do you have a favorite podcast you listen to? Do you have a recent book that you read? And then do you have a mastermind group or a mentor that you want to give credit to? Yeah, great question. So my um, my favorite thing to do is uh, keep up on current affairs. That is something that I am obsessively diligent about is reading the news and trends and what's going on. And I subscribe to a bunch of both international news, domestic news, and uh, industry news to keep to keep current on on what's going on. The next thing is like there's a few key books that I will refer to on at least you know three four times a year basis. Uh, Clayton Christensen, How Will You Measure Your Life? Victor Frankel, Man's Search for Meaning uh, are two books that are just phenomenal. And then uh, Endurance, Shackleton's Incredible Adventure are books that I look at as you know just kind of like near scripture to me. But some some books that and some some mentors that I look at and people that I really look up to are people like Richie Norton, Stephen M. R. Covey, who wrote The Speed of Trust, and then my father. You know, he's a three-time Super Bowl champion and just rock star guy. And someone that I really look up to and someone that I can uh, go to for advice. So th- those are those are my books and uh, and what I do. But as far as like me personally, one of the things that I love doing is meditation. So be that my my daily morning or evening deliberate meditation, or be that my once a month massage meditations. I feel like that's that's what I need to do for my personal health. Let's talk about your business really quick. If I have a brick and mortar and I need your services or don't know if I need your services, let's give one more sales pitch to what, what you are CEO of, how it can help brick and mortars, and then where can they go to get your services and learn more about your business and you as a CEO. Awesome. So 500 is a VC-backed relationship enablement platform for brick and mortar businesses. We engage customers in person through kiosks, QR codes, text messaging, uh, loyalty integrations to measure their experience. And then we automatically retain the happy customers and get them to share their experience while enabling instant live chat with unhappy customers. And so we get two to three times fewer one-star reviews, five to 10 times more five-star reviews, five to 10% more revenue. Uh, for businesses. We work primarily with restaurants and retailers, but uh, really anyone that has a Google My Business listing 
And if you want to learn more and see how we can help you out or do a free audit, uh, you can reach us at ovationup.com. What's a great resource that you've used in your business that entrepreneurs listening should use? One thing that's actually saved us a lot of time is we use backoffice.co for all of our back office needs. And that has been hugely helpful just to save me hours every month of going through all the finances. Uh, so back office is, is one of the uh, tools that I love and use, WordPress for the front end, and then everything back end we, we code. And we are big believers in Google. So we do like Google Drive, Google Docs, Google Folders, everything everything Google. It's awesome for uh, team collaboration. If you could have a billboard and the entire world could read it, what would you like it to say and why? Don't even need to think about this one. This is my life mantra that I repeat to myself every single day, which is choose to live an extraordinary life for an ordinary one will always be waiting. Zach, you can always go and do something ordinary. There's always going to be that middle management position. There's always going to be that job that you are like qualified for. There's always going to be that position that needs you. So if you have an idea, you have a passion, you have a vision, go out there and do it. Do something extraordinary. If you can't afford to do it full-time, do it part-time. Get an hour less sleep. Put down the, you know, your phone games. You can find the time and, and choose to do something extraordinary because nobody is supposed to just be ordinary. And if you, if you choose extraordinary, it's really not that bad if your worst case is ordinary. And if you're so worried about it, then here's what I tell people. Elevate your ordinary. Elevate it so that way your worst case scenario is a great six-figure job because you have a, a solid master's degree. You have a great opportunity to do sales because you've done summer sales or you've, you've ex been successful at uh, phone sales and SaaS software sales. Elevate your ordinary and choose extraordinary. Zach Oates dropped value bombs on a solution of podcast. Zach, it's been an honor. <laughs> it's been a privilege. You are a great guy. Thank you, Zach. You have a lot of well knowledge, and we are glad we got to draw from here on this podcast, helping listeners unleash their potential in business, life, and relationships. And uh, you did that today, Zach. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Zach. Appreciate you, man. These episodes will be launched on Mondays and Thursdays. And if you'd like someone to be on the podcast, if you think there's someone in your network that should be recognized for the good they are doing in the world, please reach out to us and send us a direct message. We can be found at reachingworldpodcast on facebook.com. So be sure to find us there, like our page, and submit any ideas or suggestions of individuals or organizations that should be highlighted on this podcast.